The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and it is glorious week one in the National Football League, which means... You will get our bets, both me, the former offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts now, and a broadcaster, and Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. You will get all of our picks for week one in the next 29 minutes. We are almost always 30 minutes or less giving you every single bet we have for the week. And starting next week, we'll let you know how we did. We'll tell you the wins. We'll tell you the losses. We get graded by our guy, Grades, who is one of our private Slack channel members. If you want to get all the bets and see all the higher-level data, it's patreon.com slash rtmedia. He's at Fezzik Sports on social media. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We've been giving away a bunch of Maddens the last couple of days. If you want a free video game code, make sure you're following at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod to be able to get that. And Steve, this is what we've been waiting for, man. Week one is finally here. We finally get to get back into the rhythm of making our picks and hopefully making money for all of our great listeners and even the people that watch us over at YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Nothing better than the start of an NFL season, the prospects of going undefeated. All right, maybe unrealistic. Let's do it. (laughs) You know, I've never seen a listing, like if you Google it, of best NFL podcasts, betting podcasts, best NFL gambling podcasts. I've never seen one without us listed, which is pretty cool. We appreciate those of you that spread the word, that rate and review. I think people like our format, that we're fast, we give you our picks, we give you our logic, and we get out. So you guys get what you need to make your own decisions. Let's start with Thursday night football, Steve. It's a big one. It's the Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills at 
the defending champion LA Rams and the Rams are getting two points at home, Steve. What say you? Yeah, we'll lean to the Rams, which means sitting on two, we're certainly going to tease the Rams. I need something to tease them with. I'll tease the Rams up to the plus eight. I'll tease them with the Minnesota Vikings, plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half, a two-unit play. Real important, check your book. Make sure your six-point NFL teaser, you should be playing minus 120 or less. Can't lay more than minus 120. That is widely available out there. So uh, two-team teaser, Rams. Vikings two units. Steve, we're sharing a brain. I have four potential teaser legs this week that I like, and then five other bets that I like. But I'm with you on the Rams. Tease up to plus eight, and the Vikings up to seven and a half. We'll get to the Vikings-Packers logic a little bit later. You know, these are still the defending champions. They typically play well at home in these first games. Eight points is a lot. I mean, to be able to tease it up to eight points, that seems like a lot for a game that I feel like, Steve, is kind of a toss-up game between the Rams and the Bills. Yeah, absolutely. If there were no teasers, I would certainly lean to the Rams here. You know, I make the number based upon on my power ratings in every game. So FYI, I actually did make uh, the Bills a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So um, not enough value to, to bet the straight. Certainly there is value playing the teaser. So the, I'm with Steve. We're starting off the season, unbelievably, with the best bet on a two-team, six-point teaser, teasing the Rams from plus two up to plus eight and the Vikings from plus one-and-a-half up to plus seven-and-a-half. As a rem- reminder, we record this show 11 a.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, and the lines are always what's available to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. It's the best bet, Bri. The best bet. Let's talk the Ravens at the Jets, Steve. The Ravens are laying seven on the road. The Jets head coach, Robert Sala, is acting like Zach Wilson might play. That's laughable. There is 0% chance they would put him out there in this game if he's just getting back to practice now. It'll be Joe Flacco. What do you have, if anything? The total's 44 and a half. So I make this game seven, so it's a pass. I'll say this, Ross. I don't want to overreact to any one play. I'm sure you saw it. Flacco in preseason threw a pick six that would have benched any high school starter. How bad was it? Well, when Paul Wrecking Crew was throwing the game in the longest yard against the guards, even he wouldn't have made such an obvious blunder. I have no faith in Joe Flacco. I could only lean. If I had to play it, I'd play Ravens. I agree. Yeah, I, I would lean Baltimore in this game. I am not real high on the Jets coming into the year for various reasons. Primarily the quarterback, if I'm being honest. Because I think at some point they'll transition to Zach Wilson. I don't know if he'll be ready. I think it could get ugly. So, I think the Jets have a decent roster other than that. I'm just a lean to Baltimore as well. Then we've got the Niners at the Bears. Similar game where you've got a pretty good team on the road against a bad team week one. And it's the Niners laying seven just like the Ravens were, Steve. Yeah, so I actually made it six. So I guess I have to lean to the Bears. But I refuse. I'm not doing it. I refuse to back the Bears. 
I think that they're headed for a three and 14 type of season, but I, based on the number, I have to lean Chicago. Yeah, I would lean, I would lean to San Francisco in this one. And if it was under seven, if it was six and a half or six, I probably would have taken San Francisco, but at seven, I'm not going to do that. But I feel very similarly about the Ravens and the Niners in those games where I'm going to lean to the favorite in both of them. How about the birds? The Eagles are on the road in Detroit. They are laying four points, and the total is 48 and a half. Very interesting. Everyone is high on the Eagles and with good reason. Very easy schedule also. However, when I made my numbers with my power ratings, I only make this three. So this it has to be a play given that I don't even like the Detroit Lions, but I'm going to play them plus four, two units Detroit Lions. Wow. Uh, that is interesting. Not me. Um, this is a pass for me. First of all, I think the Eagles are going to have a very good team. But week one is sort of a, a unique entity unto itself. I do think the Lions will be improved. And I, I never like to lay three and a half or lay four. That Those are numbers where you want to be getting the points, not laying. That's a pass for me. What about the Colts laying eight in Houston against the Texans, Steve? So my numbers make this game only six. My goodness, I really don't want to do this. In fact, I'm not going to do this with Lovey Smith and Houston. I'm just going to strong lean on them because I don't like the team at all. But the numbers say Houston. Steve, it's a two-point different from what the real spread is and what your number says. How can you not bet that? Because I already bet one bet I didn't want to make on the Lions, and I don't want to make two back-to-back on teams I absolutely don't like. You know what bets I am liking right now? I don't know if you've checked this out yet or not, Steve. Symbol, the stock market for sports. They are literally revolutionizing the world of sports betting and fan engagement by making sports fandom profitable. So you basically buy stock and buy and sell stock in teams. So it's like the same thing you're doing with the Even Money podcast, except it's long-term. It's like where the franchise is going. Uh, I already bought some Eagles. That was the team I bought when I first got the app on my phone, just because I've got a lot of faith in where this organization is going right now. You can download the Symbol mobile app for iOS, like a lot of you have already done, by the way, by searching S-I-M. B-U-L-L in the App Store and use promo code MONEY to receive a free team stock valued up to $150 upon signing up. So why not use the code MONEY to get your free stock, $150, on the Symbol mobile app. Really cool app. Really cool concept. Wish I had thought of it. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What about, so for me, in the Colts and the Texans, Steve, I'm teasing the Colts down. Colts are going to win this game. I'm teasing them down to minus two. And I'm pairing it with the Cleveland Browns, who are currently getting two and a half on the road against the Panthers. 
who are the Panthers to be laying points against anybody? I'm going to take the Browns up to plus eight and a half, and I'm going to take the Colts down to minus two, a two-unit, two-team teaser, my second and final two-unit, two-team teaser this week. Next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're getting six and a half, Steve, on the road in Cincinnati against the Bengals. So I'm going to lean to the Steelers. Let's talk asymmetric risk here. The reason I'm not going to bet Pittsburgh is because I really would want Pittsburgh at plus seven. And seven is so important. And I know six is a pretty key number, but seven's twice as important. So I will wait it out. Maybe I'll miss out and have to play plus six. But if I could get seven, the Steelers are a big bet. And we're right there. We're so close. I made the game five. So little value with the Steelers. Strong lean right now, Pittsburgh. I'm taking them, and I understand the asymmetric risk. I understand it might go up to seven. Guess what? We do the show on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern. So uh, I got to tell you what I think now. It's too many points. I mean, I'm concerned about the Steelers' O-line. I think Trubisky will come out and play well. Remember, the Steelers went to Buffalo and won in week one last year. They worked those guys hard in camp. They're usually ready for the opener. and you know, I'll believe the Bengals are at the point where they're beating the Steelers by two scores when I see it. Give me the Bengals. I mean, give me the Steelers plus six and a half. What about the Patriots who are already, or maybe they're flying there today to Miami to get acclimated to the weather? Five days. What about the Steelers, or I'm sorry, the Patriots uh, getting three points in Miami against the Dolphins, Steve? So I made it three. I don't like what I've seen from New England in camp. I have concerns big time about the Patriot offense. Uh, it's a complete pass for me, Ross. I agree. Yeah, I agree. The total is 46 and a half. This is the right number in my mind. I think the Dolphins are the better team. I think the Dolphins are likely to win. But I do think it's a close game. I think it's about a field goal game. I think that they nailed this one. Next up, we got the Browns and the Panthers. I already talked about this. I'm teasing the Browns up to eight and a half. They're currently getting two and a half. The total is a low 40 and a half. Browns are a decent football team. They're not good without Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying they're good, but the Carolina Panthers, really. Carolina Panthers laying points. They still have some issues on the roster, O-line issues. I like Cleveland to keep this close. To me, it's like a toss-up game. So if I can get Cleveland up to eight and a half with the two-unit teaser, I'm going to do it. Cleveland up to plus eight and a half for me, Steve. What say you? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I'm with you. I'm no, I don't know who's going to win this game, but it sure should be close. Should be ugly, 20 to 17. Who cares who wins? Let's go ahead and tease Cleveland. I'm going to tease them with the Dallas Cowboys. Not that I'm high on the Cowboys, but I think Tampa has all kinds of issues. I think that'll be another close game. So we'll take Dallas up to plus eight and a half. We'll take Cleveland up to plus eight and a half, two units, six point NFL teaser. Love it. Now we've got the Saints and the Falcons, Steve. The game's in Atlanta. Right now, the Saints are laying five and a half. All right, pros bet numbers. And what do we mean by that? Early in the summer, and I hate talking about numbers that are gone. 
I bet the Saints in this game. I laid three minus 120 and three and a half. Well, since then, I actually have been impressed with Mariota and what Atlanta has done. I think Atlanta's a little underrated. I make this game five right now. So what does that mean? Well, early in the summer, a three and a half, I like the Saints. Now I'm leaning to Atlanta, waiting on a six. Six would be my buy price, just to lean at five and a half with Atlanta. So I was tempted to take the Saints and lay the five and a half. But Atlanta looked better in the preseason than I thought they would. Especially Mariota. The Saints have a left tackle issue where it looks like it'll be Hurst to start. They just traded Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, which I don't think is great for the vibe there, the locker room. It's just going to be a lean to New Orleans for me now. I'm no longer going to actually make it a play. What about the Jaguars and the Commanders, Steve? The Jags are getting three points on the road in Washington. Lean Washington. I got to be honest. I hate both these teams. I think Jacksonville is a paycheck city where um, somewhat talented players can go to underperform. And I think Washington is a joke of an organization that has almost no home field advantage. And if you look back the last 20 years, the Washington football team has underperformed expectations by about one game per year versus the market expectations on their season wins. Uh, there's optimism for both these teams amongst others. Not with me. I'm going to fade, look to fade. Both teams are playing each other. I pass. So I, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars. I don't like anything coming out of Washington right now, whether it was some of the stuff about Wentz or Brian Robinson getting shot or any of that stuff. Any of the negativity, Bruce Allen talking to the congressional hearing again, whatever today. And I have faith in Doug Peterson and some of the upgrades the Jags made. So I'm putting two units on the Jags getting the three. It's a toss-up game in my mind, so I will take those three points. What about the Giants catching five and a half from the Titans, Steve? want to bet against the Giants, and I want to bet against the Titans – they play each other. I will pass this game and probably bet against whoever wins this game next week. It's a pass. I'm going to take the Giants. You know, the Titans, A.J. Brown was a big loss. Now Harold Landry tears his ACL, their best pass rusher. I think it's a major step back for the Titans this year. And I think the Giants are going to at least be able to keep this close. I don't know if the Giants win it. I think the Giants are at least able to keep this game close. Five and a half is a lot of points. Give me the G-Men catching the five and a half for two units. Going big on Big Blue. Next up, we've got the Chiefs and the Cardinals. The game is in Arizona. The Chiefs are laying four and a half. Yeah, I only made it three and a half, but I don't want any part of Arizona I think without Hopkins, they won't be as good. Mahomes looked tremendous in preseason. Loved that he got lots of reps, should be ready to go. Um, it totally goes against my numbers. If I had to bet it, I, I would actually play Kansas City. Probably just a lean to Kansas City for me. You know, I, I don't like Arizona, especially without Hopkins. They've got O-line issues. It just feels like Arizona's got a bunch of issues. But that's probably too many 
for a week one matchup without Tyreek Hill on the road, I, you know, I'm not going to lay four and a half because I do think the Cardinals could keep it close. So that's just a lean to me for Kansas City. What about the Packers and the Vikings? We both already talked about this, Steve. You know, the Packers still there's question marks about, you know, Bakhtiari and his health. We know they don't have Devontae Adams. We know the second round pick Christian Watson's been banged up. They're on the road. They're at Minnesota. has got a new coaching staff. And remember, the was it last year that the Packers looked terrible in week one? Uh, was that two years ago? I can't remember. I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. At any rate, Packers didn't look real good. And so I'm I'm feeling good about our tees up to, or the Vikings up to seven and a half. Yeah, and in fact, if there was one team that you could throw multiple teasers and I don't want to wheel teasers all over the place and make the accounting too complicated, but I will have the biggest tease exposure to Minnesota. A team sure seems like does nothing but play one score games, right, Ross? And here comes another one. Oh, it's a great point. Yeah, last year that was seemingly every week. What about the Raiders and the Chargers? It's in Los Angeles and the Raiders are getting three and a half points. So this is a fascinating game. I'm not going to lay three and a half with the home team that's the road team because it's going to be a very pro Raider crowd. But the Chargers, are they're better than the Raiders. They're not just better. They're way better. And they've got, you know, got knocked out, play, playoff knockout revenge uh, in their minds from week 18 last year, arguably the most fascinating NFL game of the year last year. So I could only look towards the Chargers, but I got to get minus three. So shot for minus three. If you get minus three, then that's a play on Chargers. I'm going the other way. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders getting the three and a half points. You referenced it, Steve. There will be more Raiders fans there than there will be Chargers fans. I like the addition of Devontae Adams. How can you not? And I think there's a little bit of the unknown there with Josh McDaniels, how he's going to use these guys, you know, what the offense looks like, what the defense looks like when you get a new coaching staff. And look, the Chargers could obviously change some things up as well. But when you have a new coaching staff, like what we're seeing right now from the Raiders, there's that, there's a big threat of the unknown there that I, I think is to the Raiders' favor. To me, it's a toss-up game. The Chargers are just the Chargers, man. I mean, I they always find – there's always something. They're never quite what they should be on paper. They find ways to blow games. I'm taking the Raiders, getting the three-and-a-half points. I think if they lose, these teams seem like they always play close games. Even if they lose, I think it's like a field goal game. So give me the Raiders, plus three-and-a-half. Before we get to Sunday night football – I want to make sure everyone is aware that if fall was a suit, it'd be the comfy flannel pieces from Express. If you're looking for new styles to spice up your wardrobe this fall, check out Express's latest drop. They have suits with swagger, fresh for fall shirts. I'm actually going to a suit. I mean, I'm going to a wedding on Saturday after my UTSA Army game. Best-in-class blazers, so many new styles made to mix, match, and express you. Get in on these new express styles for your fall wardrobe. What are you waiting for? Find your new fall favorites at Express online 
or in-store. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right. Sunday by the way, night. Ross, by the way, college football, this is an NFL podcast, but I, I like UTSA minus two in that game against Army. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, I don't really comment on the betting lines of the games I'm calling, but I appreciate that, Steve. That's good insight that I will not mention during the game on Saturday because I'm not allowed to. I will say this, though. Speaking of two, the Bucks are laying two and a half on the road in Dallas Sunday night football. You already teased them, and you paired them with who? The Browns? Yes. And this is bet against – yeah, it's bet against versus bet against. I Both teams with O-line issues, I think both teams are good unders for season wins, under 10 and under 11 wins. Someone's got to win, unless they tie. And I'll, whoever wins, I'm going to bet against next week. And specifically, we, looking ahead to week two, the Saints are still plus three against Tampa Bay. Saints are going to win that game week two. So there's a bonus pick on the Saints plus three week two NFL. So, I would just lean to the Bucks here, laying the two and a half. Yes, they've got some interior O-line issues. I'm not sure the Cowboys are the best team necessarily to exploit those. You know, Micah Parsons, they can have him blitz in the middle a little bit, but it's not like the Cowboys have a dominant D-tackle inside. I'm sure they'll try to test the new center and the new left guard a lot. You'll probably see Micah Parsons running some stunts as an off-the-ball guy. But I still will lean Tampa, laying the two and a half. I think the left tackle is a disaster for the Cowboys, and I think that's going to show itself to be the case on Sunday night. What about Monday night football, Steve? You've got the Broncos laying six and a half at Seattle, Russell Wilson is back in the Pacific Northwest. So this game opened four on Denver. I have scoured the internet and I have not found one person in the entire country that has bet on Seattle yet. And that's why this line has gone all the way up to six and a half. And you know what? I'm just waiting for seven. I got to pass at six and a half. It is a leap of faith that Denver is suddenly going to be a dominant playoff team which they're going to have to be to be laying six and a half at Seattle, a place that has one of the biggest home field advantages throughout the NFL. So a lean Seattle at plus seven, Seattle would be a bet. Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos. Um, I don't like to lay this many points. Typically, you know, I'm a lot of teasers. I'm a lot of dogs, but I'm taking the Broncos. I'm laying the six and a half. I think when you have a guy like Russell Wilson, it elevates everybody in the organization, everybody around him. I think you have the exact opposite effect in Seattle. I think Seattle's going to be really bad this year. I think they know they're going to be pretty bad this year. So I'm I'm taking Denver to win this game by at least a touchdown. 
I think it means a lot to Russell Wilson, clearly to be back in Seattle. I don't like laying this many points, but I don't care. I'm going to do it. And I am going to ask you one quick question, Steve. We don't get to very many questions during the season because uh, we usually have other, you know, we usually have to go over the games from the week before. Anyway, um, this question is for both of us. We got a buddy, um, a listener, who's a Missouri resident, says he gets to travel a lot. Would it be wise to quit my dead-end, depression-inducing day job and follow under the guise of more well-known championship gamblers? I'd move to Vegas today and devote my entire life to watching Little League games and comparing spreads. This is from Keon Boatman. You guys have the best sports podcast out there, period. Hands down, short, sweet, and to the point. Steve, I'll let you give your insight. I'm not going to be the guy telling someone on this show to quit their day job and be a professional gambler. That will not come from me. I can tell you that much right now. All right, Keon. Well, I have good news for you. You're not going to quit your dead-end job that depresses you, but we're not going to make you work a dead-end job you hate the rest of your life. So you're going to continue to work, and you're going to put up a false front, and you're going to be a great coworker and a positive influence in the office to prevent being fired because you're only going to work 40 hours a week because you're going to be so busy betting football. But you're not coming to Vegas. Vegas is not the place to be a professional gambler. This is critical. Vegas is not even a top 20 state. The, with the legalization of sports betting, you are far better off. I don't know the situation in Missouri. I don't know what states have legalized, but you spend the weekend in a legal state closest to you, if not Missouri. You get every possible bonus. You take advantage of all the weak lines at the different places that are out there that have just launched in all these different states. And now you're making two paychecks instead of one, and you're going to continue to do that, and we'll reevaluate in two years. Wow. I like it. Terrific insight. Fun show, by the way. Really fun show. Way to get started. Love the picks. Can't wait to see how we did next week. If you ever want to know exactly what our bets were and be able to look at them, it's patreon.com slash rtmedia. You become a patron of the podcast network, then you get the, the link Brian will send you for our private Slack channel. And on the Even Money tab, Sean Grady grades post all of our bets each and every week so you can get in on what Steve and I just said right here on the show. Again, patreon.com slash rtmedia. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Enjoy it. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.